0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Ralphie Rich podcast. I am your beloved host, Ralphie Rich. We have some very important things to talk about today, some very important things to get to. But before we do, I would like to announce uh, some very exciting news that is going on in my life that I, I'd like to share with you since, you know, I feel like we're a family. I feel like I can say things to you Um like I would say to my grandmother, and that is that I am actually engaged. I'm getting married to um, well, the love of my life. she she really has changed my perspective on a lot of things um, both spiritually, physically, emotionally. and I just want to share this joyous moment with you and and let her and let you know. Um, who she is, what you know, what she's about. So I I met this woman at a Wendy's. We were um, waiting in line together. Of course, I was waiting for my interview, which you know I did not get the job at Wendy's. I was dressed in a party city outfit. It was a, a tuxedo, but party city because I couldn't afford a real tux at the time. And and she was in line behind me. And um so I'm waiting there you know waiting just to tell them that I've arrived and I feel a little hand go on my shoulder brushing off I said what the fuck I turn around expecting it to be you know some gay guy because that's it's a thing gay guys like to massage my shoulders and touch my shoulders for some reason um I turn around expecting to be like yo get the fuck off me dude and uh it's this it's this girl it's this girl who at first on first uh, on first look I'm like ugh this girl is not the best looking but on second look so it took a few seconds i look at her and i go oh my god wait a second dude this woman is fucking beautiful it's it was weird it was like a, it was like a delay like uh like a buffering it, it took my mind a little bit and i say well why did you touch me that's so weird to do to someone that you don't know she goes well first of all You have dandruff all over your shoulders. I say, oh, fuck me, dude. I had dandruff all over my shoulders. That's embarrassing. She goes, no. I'm actually, this is weird, but dandruff turns me on. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dandruff turns you on. That's fucking disgusting. Although it turns me on, too. You know, like the part in The Breakfast Club when the girl's, like, drawing the... The weird emo girl, she's drawing the picture in the back and she, like, does this with her hair. I don't know. She's not emo, but she's, like, fucking whatever, right? Um, I was like, I got turned on by that too. And we started having this discussion about all the times we would have like our significant other or the person we're uh, having sex with all the times we would like rub dandruff all over their clits, their pussies, their buttholes, uh, their, their cocks, you know, and, and we just sort of hit it off about this fucking dandruff thing. Now, I don't know, I tried looking it up if there was a sort of, um, uh, uh, like a, a disorder they would call it. like you know how they have different names and classifications for different things that turn you on for instance voyeurism exhibitionism um, sadism masochism all these different things where does dandruff come into play anyway so so we sit down okay I, I blow the interview off right uh, for I, I reschedule it I'm like oh fuck I, I think I just met the love of my life and um, and we sit down she's eating her chicken nuggets and and french fries and of course I'm gonna tell her, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I'm applying to Wendy's because it's a wonderful institution, a wonderful place to work at. It's good to be here. Why the fuck are you eating here? I would never eat here. It's like eating literal human horse shit. I would not fucking eat Wendy's. Um, I would not eat at McDonald's. I would not eat at Sonic. I mean, if you eat at any of these places, you're a fucking pig. You are a human garbage can who needs to be put down. Uh, and I'm telling her all all of her this, and you know, you tell someone you know normal, and, and they'll get kind of upset. They'll get self conscious. They'll go, oh, "Fuck you, bitch! I fucking love Wendy's. I fucking love this poison that I'm you know, that fucking disgusting shit." But but she she laughs. She she smiles. She goes, "You know, I like Wendy's because whenever I eat it." I know that my stomach is going to turn and 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 get angry at me for eating it. And that kind of turns me on. I go, we need to have sex right now. This is incredible. I've never heard. This is so bizarre. Like, what are you talking about Your st- when, when your stomach starts to hurt because of the poison, American poison fast food that you eat uh, starts to upset your stomach and then that turns you on for some reason. I'm wondering what I can do to you that makes that turns you on and ladies and gentlemen I'm about to share with you some of the things that we would do because they're absolutely bizarre you've never heard of them I didn't even know they existed but we'll start with number one and that is she likes me to get my camera out the one that I'm using now um, take the battery out and and leave the port open she, she likes me to stick my cock inside where the battery is supposed to go and, and and then remove my cock, then she goes and sticks, she tongues the, uh, the battery compartment, the place, and then that's it, <laughs> and then that's it, which for me was the dumbest fucking thing, I couldn't even fit my cock in there, surprisingly, it is very small, but I couldn't fit it in there, um, but that really got her going, I mean, her pussy was incredibly what, I couldn't fucking believe it, number two, incredibly weird number two she likes me to get lemons so uh, i have a lemon tree outside my house she likes me to go pick lemons uh bring them to her and and she stuffs one inside of her pussy which is i don't even know how this is possible because she's so tight she's so incredibly tight i don't even know how this is possible she's just one her, and then she has two lemons in her hand like this and she makes me sing the lemon song and i'm like i don't know what the lemon song is and it uh, so she goes it's lemon 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 lemon, lemon limb, limb limb and um, the <laughs> and that's fucking weird dude, that's fucking weird. but this is the weirdest one of all and this is one that I actually I wasn't on board with. the lemon one was fun. these were all fun, okay all very fun stuff to do. This one kind of scared me a little bit. Um, and it, I, I don't even know if I want to talk about it uh, on the podcast because it's it's very dark. Um, but uh, she she tells me, you know, she asked me, hey, what was the last dream that you had? And, you know, and this actually happened today. Um, you can tell I'm kind of like uh, I'm, I'm weirded out because it, it was a weird dream. But in the dream that I had, um, it was my brother and I, we were running around and Uh, doing we were participating in what felt like some sort of game that we had to win or else we would die sort of like a squid game aesthetic except minus squid game but but just the feeling of like oh if I don't do this correctly or if I don't do this I will die right um and I remember this it was it's so it's sticking in my head because it's so strong um uh, but but there was this like little toddler or a, it was like a toddler slash baby so it was like the it had the characteristics of a of a baby like a very young like pre six months like six months old baby right but it spoke like a toddler like it could speak and it kept alerting whoever was in charge of the game the authorities of my brother and out uh, in my presence which It felt like in the game, within the dream, was not good because they would find us and then do something like kill us um so i had to like before the game began my brother and i when all the lights were off we snuck into the room and um i found the toddler the baby and i started oh well actually my brother he started to strangle it and i i can tell he couldn't do it he wasn't emotionally strong enough or mentally strong enough to do it so i got i moved him aside and i began to strangle the baby you know and this is of course, in a dream and I strangle it for a good bit until it dies you know it's wiggling and then I wake up and I'm, I'm sort of startled but at the same time I'm like wait a second this feels so right this feels so good but it's so wrong and I don't mean in a sexual way please don't misinterpret that but that well I'm getting there so, so you know you know I I tell this to my therapist many of you know I have a therapist I'm like what is this this is a bizarre dream because often dreams are uh you know reflective of the subconscious, but I was like, wait, wait, why I, I tell my therapist, why would I want to strangle a, a baby? You know? I mean, obviously in the game it was telling on us, it was tattling on us. So it was possibly threatening my life. And in, in order to preserve my life and the life of my brother, I had to strangle this fucking baby. Um so I tell this to my therapist, and of course my therapist doesn't give a fuck. Okay, my therapist literally at any time I tell her anything that I think is significant, she doesn't fucking care. She tells me to shut the fuck up, quit being a pussy and to lick her pussy, which she knows I don't like to do guys. I know I'm alone on this, I know I'm 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 in the minority here, uh, but I don't like eating pussy, I never have, I don't think I ever will, it's nothing that the pussy did, it's just, I, I'm not a fan of it, okay, it doesn't really get me off, I'm a, a selfish lover, you can say, it's just, I don't like it, uh, some say I'm a germaphobe, um, I I remember this one time I was with a girl and I was fingering her and then I pulled my fingers out and there was like blood and guts and shit and not shit but blood and guts and it was like like fucking like like there was a dead baby in there or something and I happened to be fucking and it was so I was so disturbed she was like no keep going I was like are you fucking kidding me keep going what the fuck, I'm so turned off right now? There's fucking, like, guts on my finger after going in your pussy. It's like, that's so disgusting. So, you know, I'm a bit of a germaphobe, but I feel like that would, um... Uh, uh, freak anyone out, not just me. But uh, uh, anyway, so I'm I'm sort of a germaphobe. I'm not really into eating pussy. It's just like having someone's uh, fucking genitalia in your mouth, where you know even now if they take a shower, I'm a little. uh, I'm actually pretty okay. So if they take a shower directly before, I'm really much more inclined to eat it. But if I don't know what they've been doing the day before or when they've taken a shower, it really kind of freaks me out. It's gross. Um, even licking buttholes, I'm not. The biggest fan of unless i there's a shower directly before it's just not really sanitary i don't want all those germs in my mouth fucking sue me dude fucking kill me you pieces of shit it's just not who i am it's not who i'm meant to be Okay, and I just want to make that clear. But but yeah, so my therapist, she makes me constantly lick her pussy because she tells me if I don't do it, that I am going to be put locked up in the fucking loony bin for some of the things that I've admitted to saying uh, because she records everything and she writes everything down and she can get me put away for life uh, in a fucking uh, lunatic asylum. So, of course, I have to do whatever she says, whether that's, you know, um, uh, let her stomp on me. And now I, I refuse to let her stomp on my balls that fucking weird bitch and then she's a switch she's uh, she's um uh she she's a masochist and a sadist so sometimes she likes to slap me around and then other times she wants me to fucking put a noose around her neck and 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 flick her bean it's so fucking disgusting i'm not a fan of this shit because it's rape is what it is she's raping me i'm i do not consent to it i am forced to do it i'm coerced it is wrong it is evil it is fucked up Anyway, so so I t- I'm like okay fuck the therapist this is no help right this is this is not gonna work so I go to my girlfriend right who who the one who I met at Wendy's we I, we veered so far off from that story even though it's a part it's just context the more context the better so I'm with the girl and I tell her about this and she gets incredible. Like, I, I think it looked like she started peeing her pants, but it was just how wet she was becoming telling her the story of me choking this fucking baby. So then I, you know, of course, if she's wet, I start to get turned on, too, but but only because she's turned on, not because of the fucking baby thing. And I start to ask her, I'm like, wait, what? why the fuck are you so turned on? And she just starts grinding. She just starts grinding like this, which turns me on even more. I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, choke me like that baby. And I'm like, whoa, holy fuck. Fuck, dude. She's like, choke me like that fucking baby. And I'm like, oh my God. I don't know if I can fucking do this, dude. This feels wrong. It feels fucked up, but it feels so fucking right too, dude. So I, I rip off my shirt. She rips off her shirt. We get completely naked. And I start just fucking choking her, dude. I stick my cock inside her and I just start fucking choking her. And she's going, wah, wah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I want to stop. I want to be like, can you please stop? This is so fucked up. And she's just going, ah, wah crying like a baby as my cock is inside of her and I have my hands around her throat and she just she's and then I can see because she the way she likes to be choked she tells me don't none of that pussy shit none of that pussy shit none of that light she wants it to be dangerous which I tell her that's very dangerous people die from this kind of shit but she she's like no I, I need this so I do it but she's anyway she's going and I get so turned on. I, I can't even believe this is happening. I'm fucking... So, so it's like I'm reliving that experience where I'm choking the baby in my dream. I'm murdering the baby by strangulation. Um... And and she's having me relive it, except with my cock inside of her, and she's not a baby; she's a woman. But she's crying like a baby, and it's really fucking with my head. Like this is—it's bizarre. It feels like I'm in some sort of weird nightmare, but a sexual hot nightmare. I don't know if that—I've never had a nightmare where it was like sexual. It's always been just horrible. It's always been horrific. Um, And then, but I'm so—this is the—I think this is the most turned on I've ever been. And I finish. I come inside of her. And she goes, I'm gonna have a baby. I go, well, What are you talking about? I don't wanna have a baby. She goes, I'm gonna, we're gonna have a baby. This is it. I feel it. And now we're getting married. That's why we're getting married, um, because she's having a baby. And, you know, if I were to tell my parents that I got a girl pregnant, and I wasn't getting married, uh, I would literally be castrated. I would, I come from an Islamic family. Um, I'm Middle Eastern. And if I were to tell my parents that I got a girl pregnant and we're not getting married, I would probably, I probably just have to go into hiding. So, you know, now i'm engaged to this wonderful woman which by the way i will say if i were to get married it would be her we we're soulmates we're beyond soulmates we're we're heaven to hell mates which means if she goes to heaven i'm going with her we're going to be tied together if we go to hell we're both going and we're going to be there together by which i mean i guess is soulmates right your soul goes wherever the other person's soul goes um so I guess it's not the worst after all. Would I have preferred to get married? Uh, probably not. I am not really big on marriage. It's just not who I am. I don't. I, I. I don't like the idea of being tied down to someone through a government contract. It's just gross. I already despise the government and institutions. I'm a contrarian, um, uh, rebel, uh, so they say, just kidding, I'm not a contrarian, but, you know, I really don't like having institutions tell me what to do, and if they're able to control me, um, uh, through the woman that I love, and I am in love, I, I want to make that clear, I am 100% in love with this woman, she's the woman of my dreams, um, a bit of a weirdo I can never tell uh, definitely a bit of a weirdo but my kind of weird you know and I know this baby story the story of her w- crying like a baby as I'm r- strangling her is is sort of odd to hear for a lot of people but I, I, I want that sort of highlights I think where the future is heading in terms of sexual dynamics and relationships among couples in the future, not just couples but people who engage in sexual activity, uh, because the, the because of the proliferation of of violence in pornography, I think we're going to be seeing an uptick in the amount of violence displayed in actual sexual encounters amongst uh, consenting adults. Um, you know time after time, the more girls you're with, the more you see they want things to be done to them that I think 20, 30, 40 years ago would be considered, oh, you're a fucking freak who needs to be locked up. Um, Not just, you know, choking, that's the norm. Choking is the norm. I haven't met a couple who doesn't choke. I haven't met anyone who has sex that doesn't choke. That's normal. But now it's throat fucking it's tying up and 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 causing inflicting pain on onto these women, which of course I'm a big fan of. I am a famous sadist, famous sadist and dominator. Um, not a dominate tricks. That's a woman who engages in dominating but 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 uh, I am a famous sadist. And, um, so for me, this is good, but for the average person who I don't think is capable of doing some of these things, it's going to fuck their minds up in, um, a very unhealthy way. If they have like, you know, say it's a woman that they're very attracted to, they have a lot of respect for maybe. And then this woman wants to be incredibly degraded and just a a lot of women, they like to be pissed on. They like to be spit on, spit in their mouths. Um, a lot of women are are willing to do ass to mouth, which of course, all of this is good news for me. But as for the woman, that's terrible. It's just not hygienic. It's not healthy. I mean, could you imagine some of these things? It's, it's disgusting. Now, of course, this could just be in the circle of women that I am associating with the circle of women who I meet with. Uh, but it seems to be a trend that's trending upwards. And it's, I think, heavily f- uh, fueled by pornography, because 90% of the porn that you're seeing involves some sort of uh, sexual violence in in some manner. Now, when I say sexual violence, I'm not referring to like, you know, assault or rape or uh, a- anything that's non-consensual. But it's, it's you know, Blending that area between what is sexual, sexually arousing, and what is inflicting viol- uh, pain upon another person, and uh, because people are watching so much porn now, it's sort of transpiring, and 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 they're taking it in, and and now they need to participate in that same sort of sexual deviance themselves, and it's becoming. Um, and it's becoming I think normalized for a lot of people it used to be incredibly abnormal to want to have uh, someone spit in your mouth or piss on you or throat fuck you but now these are becoming triggers and and turn-ons for a lot of of people and women uh, are having to please or or or, uh, satisfy the needs of the man or person that they are with and And a lot of the time I feel they're doing it just to satisfy the man and not because it brings them any pleasure, which you can argue about whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I think ultimately, if a person is doing something... Uh, that they don't want to do just to make the other person happy. You can call it sacrifice. You can call it love, but I don't think it's necessarily healthy for that person. So whenever I'm with a woman, I always make sure and ask them, listen, is this something you actually want to do? Or are you just catering to my sick desires, my sick fuck fantasies, which many men are developing and, 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 and having because of pornography? I feel... You know, as much as I am a hobbyist when it comes to pornography, I am an addict. And many people are addicts and they're not even aware of the fact that they are addicted to porn. And that's a terrible thing. At least I'm aware of it. Um, So I I know the damage that it can do. to your mind, and nothing has happened to my cock so far. I may be a premature ejaculator. I don't even know if that's the case. I just, I, I just don't think I last very long. So uh, that's why I try and do a lot of things that don't involve my my cock, which is why I am sadistic. And I like to, you know, inflict pain in a sexually arousing way uh, on, on on women. It's just it's just who I am. And anyone who wants to participate is more than welcome to it's it's called BDSM. I'm not a, I'm not making this shit up. To be honest, I literally made up every fucking thing that I've said for the past, what, 20 minutes everything I've said in the past 20 minutes has been a complete lie, complete fabrication, improvisation. It's a lie. It's not true. I didn't mean for it to go on this long, but it did. And that's, I mean, that's what you get. That's, I deliver. When I say, you know, I I, I like to tell, um, oh, it's never in focus. What can I say? I like to tell good stories. I like to to give the people a show. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, I plan on streaming on Twitch in the next coming months. I think I'm going to start streaming in December after I finish my first semester at school. Um, And uh, I'm excited. I think I'm going to be the best streamer of all time, I'm not going to be the best streamer of all time, but I I feel that I'm going to be a very good streamer. My trouble is going to be finding i guess content to react to because i don't want to play games which they think, oh you have to play games to be a streamer why else it's like no you fucking don't what is this 2016 where the only streamers that uh exist are are gamers like what the fuck dude let me just do whatever i fucking want i'll play here but i was thinking you know when i do have to play games because they'll complain and say well you have to play some games we'll be doing a lot of cool math games bringing the cool math back um um and that's it gonna be doing a lot of cool math games that's fucking it low bandwidth you know it's it's not difficult to stream very you know easy easy going easy to play you don't have to you know it's not embarrassing if you're bad or if you're good because you know anyone could be good anyone could be bad although i'm gonna be fucking fantastic at it because it's fucking cool math games it's not rocket science this isn't fucking you don't need skills for this shit which is precisely why I will be choosing cool math as my sort of reservoir to choose from when it comes to gaming uh, for my live streams because I can't just react to content although I would love to just react to content I know it's not actually possible but I feel the, the reason I'm, go- I'm gonna be doing the streaming is uh mostly because well there are two reasons but mostly first or i'll say firstly um i feel that i am more of a streamer when it comes to all like like The podcasting, I'd like to do podcasting, but I want to have guests, and when I'm not having guests on, because I'm a great conversationalist, I can talk about anything for hours on end, but when it comes to podcasting by yourself, I don't necessarily know if I like that if I don't have a producer or if I don't have like an outline of things that I'm going to be discussing and talking about. I can't just... I mean... excuse me, but I can't just come on and start rambling about bullshit every single fucking episode, which is what I've been doing the past several episodes and just figuring out where I'm going along, which is why streaming, which is something you can come on and just ramble and shit and people fucking like it, I feel is more of my thing. I feel like I'm better equipped to do that, whereas podcasting, I'd like to stick to maybe having mostly guests on and talking to them, chatting with them and seeing, you know, learning whatever. right because it's just more fun and and more fun to to edit too um uh, but this is episode 19 of the podcast this is the second to last episode before the i mean it is this the last episode before the finale the season finale the 20th episode can you believe it ladies and gentlemen we have made it 20 episodes congratulations to me i mean talk about consistency talk about putting in the work putting in the effort the drive it's about drive it's about power i stay hungry i devour despite not getting the views and the listeners i am still motivated somehow to continue putting out fucking fantastic content um and and you know this will be a good cap to, to close everything off on. I've already started editing the finale. It's gonna be fantastic. I think you're really gonna enjoy it. it.s a special treat for you guys. Um, and then we'll we'll take a little break for a few months and then we'll circle back in for season two starting in December. very excited about season two. Um, and it's going to be much needed because I'll have been working full time and doing school full time for several months I'll, I'll need the break time to unwind and 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 just chill, do the fucking streams and and have a good time really. Um in the meantime, I will be putting out clips on Instagram, uh shorts or I what Instagram reels. Uh, TikTok and YouTube shorts from, you know, the best clips and or most clippable clips from the recent 20 episodes, which I'm very excited to do. I'm hoping that I get my name, Ralphie Rich, get the podcast, St. Ralphie out there for people to discover, to come in and listen and see what I'm all about, to see what we're all about here, because I think we have something truly special. I do. I think that I have something going here. And despite not having any listeners... It's going to grow. I can feel it. Whether it takes a year, three years, five years, ten years, it's going to happen eventually, and I just need to stay fucking positive. And you need to stick with me too because I know you feel something special as well. Don't don't tell me it's just all placebo. Don't tell me it's all in my head, which my therapist tells me it is all in my head. She says, Ralphie, what the fuck did I tell you about this goddamn podcast when you started? I told you that you were supposed to start it with the intention, of not getting famous of not becoming wealthy or powerful or an, an internet staple right but but to just explore your emotions explore who you are in depth without you know um without just talking to yourself but talking you know the, the potential it's all about the potential but but at the actualization you know should never arrive I don't want you to become famous Ralphie I want you to stay where you're at I want to keep you down I don't I, I want to control you she tells me but if I become you know a famous podcaster what the fuck is she gonna do to me she can't do fucking shit this bitch this fucking bitch cannot do anything once I become big man macho man motherfuckers Um, and then also I do think, so right now I have been recording on the Canon Rebel T3i, which really is not the best camera for what I'm trying to do. I'd love to get like a Sony a something, um, and and really upgrade shit because i got i got decent lighting i got the good mic set up all i'm missing is the fucking juicy camera and uh then we'd be set for streaming and i'm also probably i'm waiting to see the mac mini m2 to see if it comes out with 32 gigs of ram if not i i guess i'll just have to get a pc although no i'm not getting a fucking pc i don't want to get a pc but i need to be able to i need 32 gigs at least, because uh, I, I tried to uh, render or um, do playback on some 4K video in uh, DaVinci Resolve. Of course, this was a B-Roll clip, but it did not run smoothly. So I definitely need something with 32 gigs of RAM and a stronger processor, faster processor. Um, so I'm hoping that whenever Apple does their showcase, they release a Mac mini version uh, with the M2 chip that has at least 24 gigs of RAM, 24 gigs um, or 32 would be awesome, 32 gigs would be nice, but I'll settle for 24. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast is over. I know it went by incredibly fast. It was a fun one filled with lots of lies and bullshit but a fun one nonetheless if you enjoyed this episode feel free to follow us on any of the major uh, podcast platforms or subscribe to us on youtube for more incredible content we have some great clips coming your way As Mr. Truman from The Truman Show says, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Take care. God bless. Love ya. Love ya. Hail Satan.